You are listening to the Tell All For All podcast. We are here to help you get the how-to on leveling up in life. Tune in weekly to hear from experts and industry leaders, along with your favorite host, author, and mindset coach, Karina Remy. It is the tell-all for all who want more in life. What is up? What is up? Welcome, Tricia, to the show. How are you? What's up, guys? Good afternoon. Or good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Whichever one. Yeah. So we got Tricia. She is from Luminous. Luminous. I'm going to let her explain what Luminous is. What is Luminous? She's your CEO, co-founder. CEO, founder. And founder, yes. Yes, And now you... you, and yeah, now you're doing your thing. So yep. what is Luminous? What is this all about? So Luminous is pretty much your one-stop shop when it comes to vacation rentals and creating the experiences that you want um, when you visit a space. I mean, Airbnb has definitely been the go-to spot or the go-to company um, for short-term rentals, and everybody's using it as a verb. But if you really think about it, short-term rentals were around from B&B days, like bed and breakfast days. Yeah. So we've taken that market and we've kind of tried to figure out what would an ideal guest want when they're booking a trip? Not just about the space, but it's more about, you know, having it kind of like catered to you. And customized. And customized based on your trip and your needs. So not only are we facilitating you with the space, but we're also helping you create your, your whole trip, your whole experience from end to end. That being oh, nice. you know, like car picks you up and takes you to your luminous location. We'll make sure that your groceries are there if you're there for quite some time. We'll make sure that you know we help you book your accommodations or any tours that you want, and really again accept, like amplifying and amplifying your stay. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So now with regards to I guess since you mentioned groceries, picking yeah. up groceries, picking yeah. up doing the adventures, is that something that they have to they can do directly through the app or yeah. through So we're going to have a website, eventually uh, an app that's all in the making, but right nice. now you're going to be able to go on the platform and let's say you're going to like Thailand and we have properties in Thailand, you'll be able to book your space, book your car, Book like everything right there and then. Wow, nice. And if they want to add to it as they're staying there, they can also do the same thing. Yeah, we have our concierge concierge services that would be able to attend to you. You kind of have like a like a a guest servicer or a guest management specialist who's going to be able to take care of you while you stay. Wow, and it's all that. So it's really cool. It's really cool. That makes you feel like it's kind of like VIP. You're super VIP, but for a fraction of the price because the places that we're catering to or that we're uh, where we have our properties, they're all like, you know, they're the Philippines and Colombia. So these are places that, you know, the dollar, the cost of living is not that high. So you get to experience that VIP stay, stay without having to pay. So it's like of, Vegas. Yeah. A Vegas kind of trip yeah. with like that minimum budget kind yeah. of deal. Yeah. And like, you know, we, we want to, like, we thought about it as a company is like, what would we want? But we don't want to break the bank, especially in times like this. I mean, there's going to be a huge surge of people that are going to want to travel once we get out of this. Exactly. There's a frustration of people or like there's so many people right now that are completely frustrated the fact that they can't travel, they've been cooped up. So there's going to be this huge market of people that are ready to go. But, you know, considering the circumstances of what happened, do I want to charge you, you know, two thousand dollars? To do to stay yeah, somewhere right? when you can do it for cheaper. Yeah. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. And right now, you were based out of Canada. Well, you you started in Canada. Yeah. And now you're branching out. Yes. Where are you branching out to? Right now, we're going to the Philippines. Um, absolutely stunning location. Yeah, I Philippines, love the Philippines. Gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I just like the like the lifestyle down there. It's so relaxed. It's so zen. And it's an, a great opportunity for even digital nomads. And that's another space that we're we're trying to target into or actually go into because that in itself, there's so many people that did that and, you know, they got stopped. And now there's this huge need for people to find a space to work out of because we're not going to the offices anymore. Exactly. Right. So there's a huge demographic. There's a huge market of people that we're looking to speak to there where we're going to be creating these really cool workspaces and even essentially yeah. taking empty spaces and and you know making it into a space where people can work. That's actually really cool. I yeah. think there's going to be a huge shift when everything opens up because I think a lot of the a I think businesses are going to realize that maybe they don't need an office space or such right. a big office space. Yep. Maybe their employees can in fact work from home and maybe some of them do enjoy working from home or overseas or whatever. So that could be a huge market to tap into where people are going to just be like, okay, guess what? My job no longer, they're still their office space. Yep. I can be a nomad. Absolutely. And I think it, you have to think about it as a business. I mean, as you mentioned, it's going to be like a huge saving point for so many, so many businesses that dumped money into leases for no reason. Well, not no, no, reason, no reason. I understand, yeah. but productivity levels have probably gone up so much people are more relaxed in their own space yes you know they don't want to have the boss there the this the that the the noise of like you know all the crap that you deal with in corporate yes when at home you know you can kind of set the tone for your day yeah and you're working out of your own space you can set the tone of how you want to work your day and i think that's what makes people a little bit more confident in what they're doing because they're not afraid of like oh my boss is going to hear me or this guy's better than me at selling and i feel a little bit you know, um, reluctant to calling because I don't feel confident in my. But when you're in your own space, you're you are working for yourself, but you're also getting things done. Exactly, and you right? have that. Like I find you have that just that ease to yeah. you. It's just that ease, and it's so stress free in a sense. Yep, it can be stressful because I I have heard people just not being able to find out like. Not being able to, like, set that cutoff. Yeah. But other than that, like, if that's your biggest problem... It's not a big problem. It's not a big problem. It's not a big problem. <laughs> and especially, you know, at the end of the day, too, like, I think that the fact that everybody's kind of in each other's space now. Like, yeah. Like, let's think about it. People were like, you know, husband goes to work for eight hours. The kids go to school. I We all have our own lives, but now we're all... Together. Together and yeah. in each other's crap. And... I don't want to call it crap. All the all the families out there, I'm sure you're having a good time. But um, uh, <laughs> they're probably like cousins, like no, yeah, we're not. Like, no, no, we're not. not. <laughs> the space, but no, that's what we're really trying to focus and pivot on, right? As a business, when you're faced with things like this, it's so uncertain. Like there's no guarantee as to when things are going to come back up, and we obviously know that it's not going to go back to the way things were. Yeah. So as a business, you know, we had to figure out how to pivot. So to answer your initial question. Where are we going to? We're going into areas where um, the opportunity is a little bit more bigger because we're so restricted in these areas like the States and in, especially in Canada. Yeah, I think I remember you telling yeah, me a few things Yeah, it's really about restricted. That. So you have to think about, you know, am I going to stay in a company or stay in an area where, you know, I can't really see growth and I'm going to stay stagnant or I'm going to be completely defeated based on circumstances or... Am I going to think back to, okay, where are the opportunities that are lying in this situation and how can I 
Yeah. Let me leverage that. Because there's, it's not, I guess it's like more so opening up your mind into where are the global opportunities. Yeah, and people travel outside of our home all the time. I mean, statistics showed that a lot of people were going into uh, rural areas. They wanted to go to the cottages, and there's yes. been this huge influx of people that are booking for cottages now because they want to get out of the city. Yeah, because And the just... city is just crap, right? Yeah. Now. So why do we want to stay here? So we're going out to like cottage country or you know trying to find in province i went to bc the other day because i wanted to get out of you know get out of toronto yeah right and um so you're gonna see like these little pockets of things that are going to start happening once things start to open back up but again as a business we wanted to like get on top of that before we waited for it to happen and then figure out how to go about it at that time nice yeah nice and i know that um i know that you mentioned so like touching base on it you mentioned um the restrictions and whatnot so yeah. i think prior um not in this conversation but a prior conversation that we had you had said that canada at first was very lax on its restrictions yeah. and now it started creating a lot of taxations yes so tell me a little bit about that yeah unfortunately i mean we started this business originally it was a cleaning company and yes. um we started out Yes, how did you start? Yeah, so started, <laughs> I'll take you guys back down the lane. So I was originally working for Booking.com. Uh -huh. I was a business development manager there. And all of my clients were, uh, my job was actually to enter into the short-term rental market because Airbnb was kicking our butt. And Booking.com was like, okay, now we have to pivot. And, and start, change. Yeah, yeah, and start changing. Because they were originally all about hotels. Uh, yeah, they were only were, hotels. Only hotels in yeah. the beginning. And then they saw that there was a huge... Um, demand and market mm -hmm. for the short-term rentals. So I would actually have to go to property management companies and homeowners and cottage owners and and uh, convince them to put their property up on uh, Booking.com. Wow! So all of my clients were these like they would have like 21 units, and I'm like, what? What are these guys doing? Like, how are they doing it? So because they were my clients, I'd ask them a couple of questions and. One of their biggest frustrations were finding a company, a cleaning company that can understand how it works because it's like a hotel. 11's the checkout, check-ins okay, at three. three. Yeah. And they have like 21 units and sometimes they have like 11 checkouts in a day. And they're all scattered they're kind all of. all over the place. Yeah. And so there wasn't any systems around it. So I was like, okay, cool. Like cleaning is paid by the client because as we know, the guest always pays the cleaning fee on Airbnb and booking.com and that. And um, so I was like, wow, it's a win-win for the company. It'd probably be a win for me. So I'm going to go into that market. And I opened up um, Luminous so that I can just go directly into that market. I just cornered that market. I didn't worry about residential. I didn't do commercial. I just did short-term rentals. And very quickly did I realize that I started to become the property manager too, because really the property managers just run the back end. They run, you know, the systems and the pricing, I know but all the stuff on the front end is the cleaning company and their property managers. We're the ones that's checking the guests out and seeing what's going on in the unit. So we're, I was like, why am I being the middleman at this point? Why yeah. not just do the whole thing? Because I know how to run the back end anyway, but you know, from working at booking.com. So then I was like, ding, I'm going to <laughs> Luminous Property Management. And and then we started, I started just calling up places um, that I saw in Kijiji for rent, or I would go on the realtor websites and say, you know, see places that, uh, excuse me, places that needed to be leased. And I would just tell them that, hey, I could take care of your property, convert it into an Airbnb. We can make triple what you were making with an average tenant. And you don't have to do anything. You literally just have to stay there and wait for me to pay you. 
at the end of the month. Nice. And how did you go about finding the tenants or finding the people and to yeah. rent the spaces? Because I would assume like maybe selling somebody on like the Airbnb and mm-hmm. then booking like, okay, I can double it, this, that, yeah. but then executing it. How did yeah. that go? So that was all about, it's just all about systems. It's really about looking at it from the consumer or the customer journey uh-huh. and looking at it like where do people book so airbnb was the biggest thing everybody like i said it became a verb a household yeah name airbnb just like uber exactly. i'm going to get, i'm going to book an airbnb not a short-term rental or a vacation yeah rental. i'm going to book an airbnb so they actually dominated the market that way but then i knew everybody's going there so i would um i basically would get the place staged so if it was an empty space i would have to you know, have a conversation with the homeowner and saying we have to the more like my philosophy is the better the looking of the unit the higher of a price that can justify of course right yeah, so if it sense. looks like makes crap sense. obviously you can't charge you know <laughs> top, dollar. top dollar for that but if you make it look really nice we can make some good money and you're going to get your return anyway in a couple of months two or three bookings hopefully and you know bob's your uncle so I did that. That was the first part of it. Um, and then after that, we get a photographer, make it look really fancy. Nice. And I only went after very specific locations. I didn't want Luminous to be a brand that picked up anything. Because you can pick yeah, up anything. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, you can pick up... Most people would say yes if it's like, you know... I, I don't want to call out any locations, but you know the nice pa- parts of Parts Toronto, of the city, right? right? Whereas so like I, the hardcore parts. Yeah, you know the little... The outside of the main area, you're yeah. probably going to get a little shifty. But sometimes those were the gems, you know? And, and the, the cool thing is that people... What I noticed in, in the market is that people want Instagrammable things. Yes. Things that they can put up on their Instagram and be like, I was here. So the, the more that you made it into a place where... Um, it was comfortable. It was fun. It was exciting. It was a little bit of like this and that. Different, unique. yeah, a little unique. Yeah, you know, like that's Stood out kind so of. So we then started our brand around unique spaces and unique places, and that's our company logo now. Um, our motto is like unique spaces mm-hmm. and unique places. So we don't nice. want just like anything and anything. Everything, yeah. we, we want the tree houses. We want the villas. We want the little tiny homes. Like we want everything that will make you feel like I'm in a different place. This is a really cool luminous nice. location. Yeah. So then, so then, when you target, so how do you bring those customers in then? Do you mean the guests? Yeah. Or, how do you oh, bring so those the, guests? So how guests? do you target them? So we pretty much just we're like right now we're we're really wrapping our head around that question. Before it was really as easy as just putting up on the different websites, and the customers come to you. The guests come to you. And you would just literally put, like, ads up on different websites? That's it. So Booking.com, Airbnb, VRBO, those are, like, the main players, Expedia, Mm -hmm. TripAdvisor. So would you put your... Would you put your spaces yeah. on those sites. Yeah, so you basically, it's almost like having a profile. Okay, okay, okay. So the profile, you create your own profile. And then you have and that's your, your account. And under your account, you have all, all your, your locations. Space. Okay. And then you just blast them. And then the better they look, so it's base, it's all algorithms, it's all performance. Yes. You know, it's all a review, a review-based system. So the better the reviews, obviously... The higher ranking and whatnot. You go higher up. Um, you know, the better the pictures, the better... Everything, the more, the better that you do on the platform, you get that sonority, you know, just like anything else. So the more activity that you have, the more than more of a chance that you're going to get booked. But we also took it one step further where we created our own website and I almost mimicked what Airbnb did. 
Yeah, I actually really like your site. Yeah, it's really we're, nice. we're doing a little bit more now. It's going to be cool. We're, we're really changing the face of it. We're changing the way that you navigate through it. So in two weeks, we're going to be dropping our new website. Um, yeah, so the account, man, the account owners, <laughs> the owners of the property, they're going to have their own login. You're going to have your own login as a consumer. So you can check out all the places that you've booked, how much you've paid, your reservation information. Oh, that's so, it's so gonna be, cool. Yeah, it's going to be pretty it's going to be... That's a very, like, intense, yeah, like, project. Yeah, because it, it takes a lot. It's been a year. We've been working on it for about a yeah. year. And I really... And this is the other thing that I, I really wanted to talk about on this was, you know, I think as business owners, we always try to wear a lot of hats. Um, but I realized very quickly, I tried to do everything. I mean, I went from cleaning the units to doing all the deliveries to restocking the units to managing the back end to doing the accounting. Like I did it all and I, I got burnt out. I think in the, the second year, like I had to shut stuff down because I was doing everything oh, wow. and I got really sick because I got burnt out. Of course. Um, and the lesson from that was that do what you do best and let others do what they do best. So I started yes. to delegate a lot of my stuff and that's why I have the ability to scale now because I've hired people that do really well in what they do. And I use outlets like Upworks, you know, I found agencies on Facebook, a lot of networking, but I found these really cheap and cost-effective um, virtual assistants who do everything that I need them to do. That's and, really nice. You know, and they, they do the hard work for me and I kind of like delegating. It's good that way. Like I find like when you first start, I think yeah. it's only natural to wear all the hats Absolutely. because... A, you're learning the, the environment, you're learning the business, you're yeah. trying to grow it, and you probably don't have the capital or whatever be the case, sure. right? But then eventually it comes a point where like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just, I you, can't. You, you sit back. And I think in, in, in a weird way, I'm kind of thankful for COVID. I don't, I don't want to say it in a sense that I, I, I want to respectfully say that I'm so sure it affected so many people. Oh, yes. And, yes. I, and I want to acknowledge all of the people that it did, you know, whether it got you sick or if you've, you've lost somebody, I, my sympathy goes out to you. But as a business, when you have some downtime, you have two options at that time. Do yes. You sit back and, like, let this whole situation defeat you? Or, again, do you look for the opportunities and figure out how can you pivot? Because you do need to pivot as a business. If you were a shop owner... yeah you need to know that you need to go online. Yeah. You know, and if you're not online, we're going to have some trouble. Yeah. You know, and if you're a service industry, there's more opportunity in the service industry, I think, um, because people need to have things done for them more so than ever right now. Yeah. Look how much money Amazon's making. Oh, my gosh. Uber's making. They so know much. it. That's why I'm sure you guys have been seeing the fees as go we were just up. saying. Yeah, go Right? Up. So we're looking at two different spaces of opportunity, but you have to be able to pivot and if you don't pivot you're kind of gonna you look at really really look at the big picture and saying am i ready to you know close the shop and do something else or you know it's not to say that it get it's get it gets to that point but i'm saying like realistically but i think it would i think honest i think in all honesty i think it really pushed people to either do something or not do anything yeah. and i think it kind of forced people to maybe move on things that they were holding out on yep. or maybe they just kept pushing aside oh it's not important i'm too busy yes i'm too busy and now it's like now you're not mm -hmm. now you got it all the time it's in your face it's in your face yeah. like there's no you can't run from it 
what are you going to do about it? Absolutely. So I think it was good in that sense for yeah. a lot of people yeah. and like not only as an individual but for businesses 100%. as well. 100%. And it, it, it got people to slow down. It slowed me down. Oh, yeah. Definitely on a fast pace and business was just flying through and I wasn't watching it. It was just like a lightning bolt passing me every day and I was like, oh my God, this is happening so fast. Fast, yeah. But now I have the ability to really look at it. I'm, I'm, and I'm really happy as to where we're going and where we're heading to and I'm excited to share everything with the people that um, that are going to be able to see the brand. You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great that's for everybody awesome. that's going to book. I'm really excited about that stuff. I'm going to tag all of her stuff, guys, yeah. so you good guys can go check it out. And I want to ask you, what sure. is a piece of advice yeah. that you have for somebody that would... A, okay, so I got, I guess, two questions. Sure. What would be a piece of advice for somebody who is who would like to get into the business? Yep. And what is a piece of advice for entrepreneurs in general? So to get into the business, it's not as hard as everybody thinks. Um, I think you really have to build your customer avatar. Mm-hmm. like Because there's so many guests. Yeah. There's so many different... We have the older people who like to chill and, you know, retirement living. You have your digital nomads who need to be out and about about. then you have your people yeah namaste yeah i know that you have those people that are like you and i who are like i just want to go with some friends and you know check out a spot or be with my boyfriend and get away for a couple of weeks and And yeah so just creating your customer avatar and as to who do you want to speak to definitely do your research it's a very um it's one of the best markets i've ever seen in terms of opportunity there's always going to be a house and there's always going to be somebody that travels. Yeah. Put those two together like peanut butter and jelly <laughs> and you're good to go. So uh, to get into the business, just there's so many outlets online too. YouTube was my best friend. Um, I went on every podcast that had to do with short-term rentals. And I went on every YouTube channel that had to do with short-term rentals or anything Airbnb. And I studied that. I studied everything. And then I figured out how can I do it better than that guy that's making... There's one guy, I can't remember his last name, Sean, Airbnb Automated. I will vouch for that guy, and I hope that he listens to this this podcast because <laughs> he changed my life. Um, but uh, check him out. He has 300 videos as to how to start this business. Wow. So check him out. But with that being said, I will also be putting out some content on my uh, on my Instagram page, on TikTok, Hopefully YouTube, and we'll see what else I have out there. But you can always reach out to me, and I can help you out too. Nice. Yeah. Nice. For entrepreneurs. Yeah. uh, This one's a little deep, but I'm gonna (laughs) say it's so it's so cliche. But what is your why? Like, really, what is your why, and what is your passion? Because I think anybody can start a business. Like tomorrow, you can go on Canva, put up a logo, and that's it. You know, open up a Spotify or whatever, Shopify or whatever account. Or whatever you want, and you could get rolling. But if you have really no why, like my why is that I want freedom. Everybody wants freedom, but I want the different type of freedom where I can like pick up, travel, go do work. Yeah. Like, you know, live. Money's flowing when I'm sleeping. Like that type of lifestyle, you know? And that's really what I want. I desire that so much. And, uh, but if your why is, you know, I'm doing it for my family because I want us to have, you know, generational wealth or, I want to do it because I love it so much and it makes me so happy. Like, figure that out and then go after it. And there will be there will be so many times, I think, that you get punched. I've been hit, like Mike Tyson, I don't know how many times in my face, but I, you get up, you know, they always say fall seven times and get up eight, you know, and it's how you get up when you do get up. So yeah. Don't give up. It's going to get hard. No business is easy. Nothing that you do is easy. Yeah, you're going to just have to go you for gotta it. You got to keep going for it if you want it that bad. 
yeah passion yeah. is huge and i find that if what if you don't have it yeah then it's like you can just easily lose your just your train like you could be yeah. going and you, you just can, get off track yeah and you, Absolutely. that motivation kind of just fizzles away and then you're like why am i doing this and yeah. then and then you lose all like all motivation i remember there was a time where it became a job and you never want your passion to be no oh a my job because then at that point you actually like despise it yeah and you resent it and you know so and and i think in those moments you take a step back and you take a break it's okay to take a break it's okay to be off it's okay because in business you're always on you feel like yes. you always have to be on so another thing i would say um, <laughs> in closing is you know setting boundaries not only just in your business or in your personal relationships i know people are huge on boundaries in personal relationships but having boundaries around your business too yeah yeah i would think yeah and that's it those are my I tips of the day tips of the day i love that well thank you so much for <laughs> no coming problem. on thanks for having me i appreciate it we'll have you back talk some more tuning in you can follow us on instagram at the tell all for all podcast and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review until next time